0: I am Autumn Cheetog, and I'm strong-willed. I spent so much of my life trying to live the way I thought I was supposed to. I was trying to smash into a mold of the shoulds that I had heard. And you know what? This strong-willed child tried and tried and tried and became a strong-willed woman living a life that was not made for her. So you know what? I decided to redefine myself. I decided to live out the strong will. And I'm here to share with you just some stories, some thoughts, some views and hope to inspire you to follow that will in your soul that's telling you to live the life you're here to live. Hey, I'm back and I have my first guest back with me for another episode. Travis.
1: Hello everybody.
0: Travis doesn't know what we're going to talk about again today. He loves that. I told him, will you be on with me again? And he's like, oh, sure. And he said, what are we going to talk about? And I said, I'm not going to tell you. How is that exciting for you, Travis? We know you love to not have a plan.
1: I'm very thrilled to find out what we're talking about today. (laughs) I'm sure you all are too. Yay.
0: Okay. Well, thanks (laughs) for the excitement being here.
1: (laughs) No, I'm glad to be here. I have, uh, I'm just being silly and monotone because I don't know, that's just how I am. But yeah, well, we'll find out what it's about, huh?
0: Yeah. Travis, you know what I haven't told you? Maybe mm-hmm. I have, actually. Your appearance was is my highest, rated podcast, has the most listens.
1: Well, that's not surprising.
0: So either people are trying to figure out how to deal with a person like me in their life. They're like me, trying to figure out how to deal with everybody else. Or you're just 700 times cooler than me. Actually, it's not 700 times more than my other ones, but you know.
1: Yeah, I'm not shocked. (laughs) I'm a pretty fantastic guest, I'm sure.
0: Yeah? (laughs) Okay, so what I want to talk to you about, Travis, and something I was going to talk about, and then I thought, well, I'll just add Travis in this because he can add commentary, but accepting our flaws and like accepting or, you know, what we perceive as flaws and owning them and celebrating them because I think- A lot of times as women, and then I realize probably as men too, which will be good to talk to you about, we can, we are told things, you know, for me, you talk too much, um, you're too loud. Oh, is that what you think about that? Tell me what you think about this, things like this. And then you think, oh, I should stop talking so much. I should stop sharing my opinion or whatever it is. When really you can just be like, yeah, I have a lot of opinions. Oh my gosh. How dare I be a woman with all these opinions, you know, or whatever, and you can just own it. Yeah, I am the girl that um, got emotional and crazy. Like, that is – that's me. I'm the crazy girl. You know, whatever it is. Whatever it is, the title that someone puts on you. Gosh, I remember, like, being called Thunder Thighs and Bubble Butt growing up, and it's like, that's when it wasn't. But now, it's like, with J-Lo culture, it's cool, and it wasn't growing up, and what if I just owned it my whole life? You know, I wouldn't have been ashamed. Anyway, things like that.
1: Well – that's interesting to know. That's what we're talking about today. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think that it's, um, you know, it's a part of life and uh, we all have our uh, various things that we are sometimes acutely aware of that, you know, we need to work on and things that maybe you hear opinions or you you have thoughts that someone else might think of you. And it's easy to kind of creep into your head and uh, not be a sh- a sure of yourself as you could be because you have all these other thoughts about what other people might think of you. And um, it's, um, you know, just human nature. It's normal to have those. And yeah, uh, guys have those too in different ways. You know, I, I think you have, you know, the different, you have the female culture and the male culture, you know, and I, I think that those um, uh, avenues are coming closer together, you know, as we become more, more aware of equality and things of that but yeah there are definitely things that guys are unsure of and um have things that we always think about and second guess ourselves on too
0: yeah and i think about this one thing that i think is really important if we are truly ourselves and know ourselves and as i was telling you you know well maybe not told you but as i was telling people as i started this podcast if you are Trying to make everybody else happy, you're not really truly being yourself. And then it's easy if someone labels you as something else to be like, oh, oh, am I that? Am I to this or whatever? But when you really know yourself and you're fully living your truth, I think it's a lot easier to dismiss that. Like if I were to tell you, Travis, or if I were to say in a crowd full of people, you have the ugliest blue hair I've ever seen, would you be offended?
1: I don't have any hair. So um that it's nothing. See, Take this is point. one of those things. Like she's testing me right now. Everybody, <laughs> she's like rubbing it in. Of, uh, you know, but no, I'm definitely secure in the fact that I don't have hair. My kids make fun of me all the time, and I have students that give me a hard time about it. You know, some you know jokingly that know me well, and some that are upset with me. And uh, luckily, it's something that I could care less about. But um, if you I am imagining in a situation that you brought up, if someone said that you have the craziest, ugly blue hair and you have blue hair, you are probably pretty thrilled, thrilled, thrilled with that blue hair because you did that intentionally. Right. I, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, no, that's true. But then that person, if they love their hair and they're true themselves, they would know But I'm saying in a room full of people, if I were to say you have the ugliest and maybe I shouldn't the hair because you don't have hair and you took that to yourself. But
1: keep rubbing it in. If I said
0: <laughs> you have the ugliest blue hair. Would you be offended?
1: No. I, why not? Um, I think in that sense, um, I think what would make me feel um, more uncomfortable, I guess, is, it, you know, you, you think about the, if other people besides you were to start laughing or saying but things But do you to, have blue hair? What?
0: Do you have blue hair? No. So you would be offended that I said you have the ugliest blue hair?
1: No. What?
0: You wouldn't... <laughs> This is isn't this funny? The communication between a guy. I I'm, mean, I'm I not understand. editing this. I'm leaving this in there. This is good. But my question this is.
1: It doesn't make any sense, though. It
0: absolutely does.
1: Why are you saying? Why did someone come up to me and say that I have the ugliest blue hair? I thought this was a situation where I actually have blue hair. No, I,
0: I'm saying someone, someone said it to you.
1: Why would someone say that to me if I don't have blue hair?
0: So you're so sure that you don't have blue hair? That they are an idiot talking to you and saying that. You know what? That's
1: an interesting thing. Have, so, you, have you ever looked in the mirror and wondered if what you, <laughs> who you actually see, is who, who what everyone else? sees? Oh my
0: gosh, no! If like, my best friend from high school listens to this, she's gonna be like, "Autumn used to talk about this all the time. It's the weirdest freaking thing." Because I used to say, "Travis, have we never had this conversation? We I don't are know. so well, like too,
1: so many conversations, we're bird walking so right now. <laughs> I forget everything that you've said to me.
0: We're getting so up but I'm I'm
1: not most of out actually but uh, <laughs> i know that uh, i know you do
0: but um what, what did you just say i used to always say to my friend that you block <laughs> 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 um i know that i used to say that to my friend i like you know what if the world the way i see it whites and looks like blue to you mm-hmm. and purple looks like yellow to you and you see what i think is a psychedelic world and you see this calm world but We could point at something and we're like, yes, that's white because we've learned that's white. We'd identify it as white, but we see something completely different in our brains. I've totally thought this since I was young. I used to say this and I thought maybe that's why everybody has such different views of the world. They're seeing completely different things.
1: Yeah, it's weird to think about.
0: Yeah. Anyway, we totally got off subject, but there's one to think about. But my question to you, you guys, this is what it's like communicating with this guy.
1: What? Are you serious? <laughs> like you are trying to like make me sound crazy, but I
0: like I told you guys, I didn't even tell what we're going to talk about.
1: You're trying to. <laughs> I am not
0: trying to make you sound crazy. You're
1: trying to tell me that I, uh, someone comes up to me and says yes. I have blue hair when I don't have blue hair. That doesn't. Right. But the way I. My point I is going
0: to make so much sense in a minute because you're saying that makes no sense. It's not true. You are so sure that's not true. You would think the other person is crazy. My situation is even crazy. Sure. So then if someone were to say to you, I think you are a complete jerk. You are annoying.
1: That's possible.
0: (laughs) No, but do you see? If you're really true to yourself and someone says something that's hurtful, you could think they're just as crazy if you know it's not true. If you know yourself to know it's not true. That's my point.
1: Excellent point.
0: (laughs) But that's where you have to know yourself and work on yourself. And not try to be someone else's version of you.
1: Yeah, I don't have blue hair.
0: <laughs> You're like Autumn. Now I want to go back and redo this whole thing. That's crazy, Autumn. Why would you even ask that? But do you understand? Like that's the point.
1: Yes, it makes sense.
0: <laughs> you hate know, this moment. You
1: should give me some notes next time. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: but actually, that was really helpful. The way you, that was actually really helpful. The way we went through that because that's how it should be, right? If people know themselves and they don't trust take other people's crappy opinions then they could be like you are crazy that is not true and it would blow off of them just like if i told you you have ugly blue hair sure yeah no by, and
1: by and by the way if i had blue hair it would be fabulous <clears throat> but, so <laughs> fair
0: enough do fair with that is. and i was thinking this um when we were camping we went you know on this camping trip with our family and just watching sloan run around Sloane is our seven-year-old. Watching her run around without a care in the world, like in her swimsuit, in her boots, dancing in the middle of the you know little campgrounds, didn't care who saw her. It was such a reminder to me that um, we've we've got to live like that more. Just be like, I don't care what you think. I am doing nothing wrong. I'm dancing because I'm happy. I'm in a swimsuit because I'm swimming. This is the way we should live, right? And so when other people say things like, Ugh, you shouldn't be wearing a swimsuit, be like, well, why not? I'm swimming. That's what people do, you know? And that really should be our mindset. And I hope that, I get I get why it's not, but I hope that I can help empower people to start thinking like that. And to the people who are saying stuff like that and realize how s- ridiculous it is to say stuff like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's important to, um you know, be comfortable in your own skin, right? And I think that I'm more like that than when I was much younger. And, you know, there are times when uh, you, I'm probably not as much, but, um, you know, that it's important for everybody. And I think it goes back to that idea of, you know, and we see it a lot these days, uh, um, you know, being in education, as I've mentioned multiple times before on the podcast and whatever is, it, it's, it's sad when you see like, People like judging others by, based on how they look or how they act or within reason, right? I mean, there's there's times when people are acting in a certain way that probably something needs to be said, but, um, you know, let people kind of live their lives, you know, and I think, you know, fostering that um, uh, ability to build your own identity and be comfortable in your own skin is important. And unfortunately, especially when you get to that, you know, adolescence age, I I think people become very judgmental and then it takes a while to break out of that shell and move on from some of those scars that some mean spirited folks probably said to you at different times. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and then there's that whole other piece of people aren't saying things, but, you know, sometimes you get in your own head and you're like, I wonder what this person's thinking because I'm doing something. Um, that I'm not necessarily comfortable with, you know, trying something out for the first time and you kind of get in that mental headspace of like, what did what do people think about this? But, you know, if you can move past and just be like, hey, I'm doing this for me and this is who I am, and that that's that's a win.
0: That's a really great point. And something I used to um talk to parents about when I was a teacher, it seems like middle school was a culture within itself, like the way that the kids thought and acted. And I don't I don't know how to correct that besides parents' involvement, but that's so difficult. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that because it does seem to come because you said, you said you're said you better now than you were when you were little. Mm-hmm. We all are. But the absolute truth is we were best at it when we were little and then we lose it. And then we spend time regaining it if we are lucky, if we figure that out. But isn't that wild?
1: Sure. Yeah. I, you know,
0: and who knows,
1: I, I'm i definitely not a professional in, in this sense of, you know, the psychology part, but for sure, yeah, when we're, you know, you get to a certain age um, where, yeah, you do what you want and you have fun as a little kid and then you kind of start trying to fit yourself into these different spaces and whether it's that athletic space or that space with a certain type of friends or group and so you kind of start you, you know you see it and we we probably all have done it where you start kind of doing certain things not necessarily because they're your favorite but because you want to fit in uh to a certain look or a certain style or a certain friend group peer group and so i think that kind of becomes part of it and so you kind of lose yourself and then you're doing that to impress other people instead of yourself right you're you're, you're doing uh, making a lot of changes in your life and going in certain directions not because of yourself but because you're trying to make someone else happy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's really what, uh, you know, the premise is what made me want to start this is that rediscovering, you know, you know this, but you know, as I was in my twenties, like, wait, this is not the life I'm supposed to be living and rediscovering that. And it's such a good point about how you just um, start trying to fit in and start trying to make other people happy. And then you lose yourself, what you said. When really, if we own it, one thing for me growing up, you know, I always heard I talked too much. I was voted most talkative in my high school class. And um, so I have a lot of opinions. I freaking talk for a job now. But there were times when I was like, oh, I should be really quiet. I shouldn't say anything right now. And um, instead I should have been like, yeah, I do. I do. And it's not too much. It's, it's enough for me. If it's too much for you, then don't listen to me, you know? I don't know. But I didn't. I was really self-conscious of that for a while.
1: Yeah, you probably wanted to, you know, make others happy and comfortable um, instead of focusing on yourself and what makes you happy. And, and that's probably stressful.
0: Yeah. And I do really care. Even now as an adult, I've learned through it. I think it's one thing to be like, that's not true. I'll talk as much as I want to and realize, okay, so I need to probably become a better listener. And that's something I focused on. Okay, I need to be a better listener. And it's still very important to me. I've talked about that in this podcast because I like to talk. I want to balance it with being a good listener. I remember times growing up, I was like, you know, oh my gosh, the crazy girl, whatever, right? And I think that's because I was, I'm quick to emotions and um, used to be pretty jealous, which actually you probably think that's weird now because I don't think jealous is anything that would describe our relationship. You probably wish I was more jealous now. But I think I had to learn that. I was like, what, why am I, why people think I'm crazy? Okay, I need to like learn to process my emotions better, and I need to then realize I can't control people, and like then I started, and then I need to live my life. And now it's like I'm sure I'm the crazy girl. Like I'm crazy about like all these you know things I'm passionate about and these decisions I have, and I have a lot of passion, which you know I'm fiery. But I think that that's something where I, if I would have just been like, so what? I'm the crazy girl. Like life could have been a mess for me. But it's, I think it's, I don't know what I'm saying here, but maybe it's okay to like note it. I don't know if this is even important
1: well yeah i mean it's uh it's definitely a balance right i mean you know um you you want to be yourself but then also you have to be aware of others right and you know there's some lines that you cross you you've mentioned to me like i especially as i've uh, you know gotten older i i'm more readily able and willing to uh voice my opinions and you know sometimes you have to point out you'll point out to me later on like that was probably a little bit like too in that person's face and a little bit too abrasive when it could have been handled differently You, you know where i could still get my point across and be passionate without like disrespecting uh someone else's space and you know um coming across as maybe um offensive towards them and not not offensive in The way that I'm hurting their feelings, but, you know, more considerate of their feelings.
0: Yeah. I think that's good because when I started to say, I'm like, I don't really know where I'm going with this, but I do feel like sometimes it's helped me grow, but I have chosen now it doesn't hurt my feeling. Like it really, I don't know, just, I, I think it's also because the growth of becoming who you know you are, then things like you have blue hair is like, whatever, that's fine. Say I have ugly blue hair. I don't have blue hair. You know what I mean? And that becomes um, you, you own who you are more. And so when people label you something that you are not, you're, it's not, it doesn't bother you. Yeah.
1: You, you shouldn't let other people's opinions affect you. Right. Um, and, and, and what, what people say that's, you know, that, that shouldn't, but it does, it, it does hurt our feelings and it does affect us sometimes, but we, we you want to be able to be confident in your, and comfortable in your own skin to, To be able to say, you know, this is who I am and and I'm okay with that and your opinion doesn't matter to me. Now, obviously, there are people in your life where opinions do matter in different situations and things like that. But when you're just talking about, let's say, a social media troll or something like that, right, you know, then then you're like, you know what, you know, you don't – you're kind of shaking your head.
0: No, I agree with you fully, but you said obviously there's some people in your life whose opinions do matter. But honestly, like sometimes – Our family members say hurtful things that are not true. I I work with women who sometimes, you know, their mother-in-law or their spouse or their their mom or a sibling says something really hurtful that they really care about their opinion, but they have to decide. That does not define me. So I just wanted to point that out because sometimes it's people you care about too. But you have to know that is separate, that is their thing, but that is not my truth. So that's what I was kind of like. Well, I want to really point that out because. So many times women get stuck in this thing like I need to make everybody that I love happy where we really need to make ourselves happy so we can be the best version of ourselves for everybody else.
1: Sure. Yes. Yes. I And I get what you're saying. I, I guess I was thinking more of the line, along the lines of like um, uh, constructive criticism type of things where some people tend to shut those down or, as you mentioned, not be a good listener where like Okay, like I'll I'll make up a situation here because overall you're a pretty good driver. But if I said like something about your your driving and stuff like that, you know that that's important to hear that out, right? You, you know what I mean, like in terms of. Right. Um,
0: but I know I'm a really good driver, so i well, would, that'd not be as like good you as me, me, but that'd be like you telling me I have blue hair. So we're good. <laughs> okay. Do you guys hear how he just says okay? You can tell we've been married for a while. You're just like okay. To my point. Okay, Autumn.
1: I could tell that that wasn't going to go anywhere. So (laughs) I just... You you are used to me. I can... I just gave it up. Yeah. (laughs) Your blue hair analogy was fantastic and my car analogy was horrible. I guess. No.
0: No. That is Enneagram one and him coming out. going to bed. He does not feel like it was perfect. So he has to like now say, oh, I wasn't perfect.
1: No, I didn't think that. Okay.
0: So here's my question for you, Travis. I'm putting you on the spot and I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say, you guys. Um, What about me drives you crazy? Like say it.
1: What about you? You don't know what I'm going to say, do you? I do. (laughs)
0: I'll Um, tell you if I'm wrong, but I think I know what you're going to say
1: um I, I i don't know this is a loaded question i i think that you guys this might be the last time i come on you guys this is you might have to like call the police and like put out a missing person search for me after this i don't know um the thing that makes me the most crazy about you um i don't know there's so many things that um i can't boil it down to just one I know one thing okay so this is probably not what you're thinking but one thing is is like um, I guess you you know when you get moving and you get going and doing stuff like um, like you will I don't know dig through the garage or something like that and then you leave up leave the stuff out you don't put it away or whatever Um, and or you know yeah you you, you do something but then there's there's stuff left out or things like that that's one thing that kind of makes me crazy like I'm so like anal about like now I'm like okay so I gotta we gotta get all this stuff put back so I know where it is I don't know if that's what you thought I was gonna say or not you're not you're you're smiling and nodding is that do you see that at all or oh I
0: see that yeah uh yeah I have I have something to say but I thought you were gonna say oh nothing because you don't ever want to answer this, and then it boils up, to. and then it all turns it...
1: into a fight.
0: No, it's... it does because you hold on to it until it boils up, and then you're like, you blah 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 blah, and everything mm. you've held in comes out when you're like, when I would just ask him, or you know, if I ask him, you guys, how do you like my hair? He won't answer. He's like, no, I like it both ways. Everything's fine. How do you think of my? I tell fine. You look great. Like, won't ever tell me an opinion if I say, like, does this bother you? Oh, you're wonderful all the time. But then it all comes out all at once sometimes with or every time with you. It all comes out because, and I'll get to this minute. You didn't ask for it. One thing that drives me absolutely insane with Travis, he overthinks everything and tries to be, which is one of the reasons I want to have you on here, tries to be what he thinks other people want him to be and tries to do what he thinks other people need him to do all the time. So it's hard to get the full version of you until you really know you. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, you don't ever – you always are like, no, everything's fine. No, perfect. So I thought you were – I thought you – I thought this was going to be hard to get an answer out of you. So I'm proud of you for being honest for my podcast because –
1: Just because there's so many people listening, I have to say something. I was going to
0: say because if it's you and me, you're like, no, nothing, nothing, everything's fine. But then you get to a point where you're like, everything's wrong. You know, no, <laughs> yes, true. but um, but you're right. I do that, and it. I first of all, you guys, I am a scatterbrain. Surprise, surprise. Secondly, um, I always feel like I have my to do list is too long and I'm going from one thing to the next. And then, thirdly, Travis is very organized and very anal, and he reorganizes and reorganizes and reorganizes. So when I'm looking for something, I go to the spot it was and it's no longer there. And I'll go to another spot and it's no longer there. And then I find it like four shelves up behind something. I can barely get it down. By that time, I am angry and I'll just like yank it down and get it and move on. And then I leave a mess because I'm like, you put it there. You yeah, caused okay. me.
1: <laughs> but you guys should see the garage. Like you have to go back and like witness every single one of these instances. Every time she says this is in the wrong, this was too high or something. If you go in there, everything that she's ever said was too high or out of reach, it is in her reach now. But she doesn't know where it is because I moved it, didn't because tell I, me. but
0: everything has writing
1: on it. And uh, so anyway, um, but
0: anyway, you're right that is, I could see how that drives you crazy. And um, it's fully and you guys, the thing is that doesn't bother me because I own it. That's true about me. That's absolutely true. It doesn't bothers bother me. <laughs> Right, But it doesn't bother me at all that you said that because I'm like, yeah, that's absolutely true about me. But I was going to say, what about yours that you um, weigh stress and overthink about how should I be in this situation and se- situation in this situation instead of showing up as Travis? Say
1: that. What? So what? <laughs> this is.
0: They heard that in the first episode. I asked you a question and you said, what? And you're like, I was listening. And I'm like, no, you weren't. I'm
1: confused. So so
0: is this true? Do you think it's true that you, um, I said the thing that drives me crazy about you is that you overthink how you are supposed to act so much that you rarely show up authentically as Travis, whatever that is. You show up as you think you're supposed to be in almost every situation.
1: Yeah, a a little bit, but there's also a lot of moving parts in there like, okay, so for example, there's, you know, something with work or whatever right now where I we have a plan for something at the beginning of the year um, that was kind of provided to me and I'm not real thrilled with it. So right now I'm kind of working through how do I bring this up to my um, person in charge uh, without disregarding what they said, you know, so. I also think about that piece of like how to, you know, not hurt someone else's feelings. I guess I'm I'm concerned with that too, into into some regard. I guess
0: right. And you often, when I ask you a question, you'll say, "Uh, what do you what do you want me to say? What what what's what's the best thing right here?" You'll even ask that.
1: Yeah, because I I think it's important that people feel comfortable and feel good about themselves too. Mm -hmm. I I don't care how I feel. I mean, I do, but I would I. I don't want other people to feel bad because I said something should be a certain way, you know?
0: Yeah. But it comes back to knowing, owning who you are and knowing you, right? It's to show up and just be like, this is Travis and how he feels and what he thinks, but you will spend time thinking. And honestly, a lot of people, like, I mean, I, I knew you at work for years and we never talked, we did not talk. And Mm -hmm. I met you outside of work and was like, Oh, this guy's kind of cool. And your friends are like, when I first started hanging out with you, were like, can, can, what's he like as a teacher? I just can't even imagine it. And um, a lot of people, you know, when I taught with you, would see videos of you with the kids and be like, Travis is like that. He's so silly and fun with the kids. And um, I think it's because you walk into a situation and you think, how am I supposed to be here? And so you can be a different person, which also I think can make it so that it takes a while to people to know you and um to know it took it took me a while to know you and to then readjust travis that i knew because um i think that you're sometimes worried about disowning yourself still and like is that actually okay and the right thing to do here
1: yeah i did i also know that i'm uh i guess you know, like kind of like you, very excitable. And, you know, I think emotionally, sometimes I'm aware of that. I'm aware of who I am. And so sometimes I have to be very careful that I don't, um, think too irrationally or too emotionally. So especially Mm -hmm. with people that I don't know very well, or people that are new to me or in a professional workplace, I will be a lot more calm and reserved until I do know them better. And so I guess sometimes that's a detriment to me, but sometimes, um, I think it's kind of a protective layer so that I don't get myself in, in hot water or in trouble or anything well, I'm not like saying, that.
0: I'm just saying that it's something like that. I am like, oh, I just don't want you to overthink it when you're like, I don't know what answer should I give, you know? But my point is by me telling you that about you, does it bother you that I said that? No. Because you know it, you own it, and it's just part of who you are.
1: Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Right. I'm I'm pretty comfortable with who I am in, in that sense. and. I think overall I I do the the right thing and all that stuff. So I'm pretty comfortable and you know, like you think about like things like I wouldn't have done this 20 years ago or whatever, but we get the people driving down our street too fast and I'll go out out and go ahead and (laughs) let them know that they're going too fast. I mean, because because they're going too fast and we got kids in the neighborhood and I know there's other people that that embarrasses and I I know that that makes people uncomfortable. And I know I probably shouldn't do it as much as I do um, and I've actually haven't done it as much. Um, but uh, anyway, like things like that, you know, I just kind of, I don't know.
0: I think you're just working on doing a really good job on your grumpy old man transformation. Yeah, you're, get off, you're getting get off there. My lawn. You're getting there. Uh, no, but you know, but I wanted to say like, when it comes back then to I think about, you know, the, the thighs and butt thing, that's something that you know, people, it was a, it was a target when I was younger. And um, there's a point when I had to be like, Yeah, I do. Like, if you know, I remember one time I was dating someone. um, (gasps) I know, I know. And they um, there was a voice note um, on the phone from like an ex and said, Oh, you're probably with that big booty girl. And um, I remember like thinking like, Oh, my gosh, if I was younger, that would really bother me. And I wasn't I was still, you know, kind of young, but I was just like, but at the same time, I'm just like, yeah. So what? Like, do they think that really bothers me? I have, I do happen to have the body I have, but I think, um, there's something about owning the things that people point out and be like, yeah, so what? That gives you a lot of empowerment. And when you realize, yeah, that's who I am, you're more empowered just be like, yeah, so what? That's who I am. What's where I think when we're younger and we haven't figured that out, we can be like, you said, well, am I not supposed to be that? But when we own who we are, there's so much freedom, like your bald head, like your bald head. Wrap it right back into your bald head and you'll be like, oh, I don't even care. I have a bald head. But <laughs> there we go.
1: Yeah, there you go. I, am thinking about it. I don't, but, but yeah, at the same time, what? No, go ahead. Well, but at the same time, um, you know, you say that you're accepting of being a big booty person or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> I don't I, I guess I don't know how, how to. Ex- describe it because I'm you know a guy or whatever but I don't think I I just think you have a, a nice butt it's not <laughs> well it's it's okay. it, I don't think it's big or whatever I don't know I so
0: I think too I, like I don't know. society has changed this was you know 15 20 years ago well yeah. more like 20 years ago because I wouldn't have been even 15 um but society oh maybe anyway somewhere in there the society has changed. So that's the whole point is um, that's – it was something that I was targeted for and I could have let it hurt me. I could have tried to change my body that was given to me. I mean freaking – you know, I was a sprinter and I got a sprinting scholarship because I had this big booty and thighs. And then I was hating them when I was younger because somebody made fun of them. Like so stupid. But what if I owned it? It was like, yeah, I do. And when I figured that out, life was so much better. So. There you go. All right. Okay. So thanks for coming on, Travis, and um, dealing with me just saying, let's get on here and have no subject. And um, what a good reminder that for all of us, if we just own who we are and just be like, yes. And I I hope that this is something next time you hear a label put on you that you know it's true, just be like, yeah, so what? That's me. Or if you know it's not true, it's the blue hair. You just be like, you're crazy. You're as crazy as Travis thought I was for saying that when he's like, this makes no sense. I don't have blue hair, right? So, right. yeah. Thanks, Travis. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.